dropped. It's hoppy, man. My plans didn't go through. I got kicked off of Twitter. Look at these Twitter because nobody wants to know where. But I got the coolest job I've ever had in my life. Uh, and I can't talk about it on the phone. I'm, I'm for real. You text me, I'll tell you that. But, uh, uh, can't talk about it. But it's, it's bad as it, 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 it gets. Uh, I had to get cleared by five different federal agencies. Uh, no shit. Uh, but, but anyway, uh, so, uh, I got, I'm sitting over here drinking a Corona, and I got a six-pack, uh, like the six, you know, the cardboard. It's, I'm wearing that on my head like a crown. I can send you a picture of that. If, 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 uh, I'm, I'm the king Corona. Uh, you know, it ain't getting me, motherfucker. Uh, everybody worries. Uh, people wearing goddamn the masks everywhere. Uh, people, you know, they, they doing crazy shit on everything out of the top coat. Uh, getting sprayed with disinfectant. Uh, it's just, it's an interesting shit to watch all this go down. Uh, and, you know, it, what, what the fuck? I mean, is anybody doing anything? Are these people retards? They ain't testing nobody. Everybody is playing someone and going. It's fucking crazy. Like, but, uh, I hope everybody has the best of luck in Raccoon City because it seems like that's where we're going. Uh, everybody's gonna have to fight the zombies or, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it's gonna be. Whatever. Everybody's gonna be like the plague if that. I'm gonna be one of these masks from back in the 16, 10, 20s, or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, 7, 16, 17, fuck out of. But look, every 100 years this happens. So, uh, 16, 20, wait, wait, 18, 18, 19, 16, 17. 17, 20 was plague. 18, 20 was cholera. 19, 20 was the Spanish flu. And then now 2020 is coronavirus. So, every 100 years, Mother Nature decides humans have gotten a little too crazy, and then, you know, we just, it's something we gotta go through. I mean, we may end up back in a nature environment when all this is over with. I mean, God, if I survive, it'd be really cool to, to live like a hobbit in the side of a mountain with a round door. And then, dude, they get second breakfast. They get first breakfast, and then second breakfast, they smoke those little pipes and shit. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't really want a woman with hairy toes or nothing, but fuck, man, it might be a cool life if you make it so. Good luck to everybody. Uh, get you a Corona. Uh, I'm not getting paid for that or nothing. <clears throat> but, uh, I love y'all. I miss, I miss so many of y'all, man. Like, and that's from the bottom of my heart. Like, the, the worst thing about being canceled, uh, is, is that I, you know, I miss so many of y'all. And I know, you know, I can't everybody catch me all the time and shit, but fuck it. Somebody goddamn give me a shout. I love y'all, man. Peace, peace. Here we go. You are now listening to Random Rambling with Rock. Yay! Yay! What up, everybody? This is your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. If you're a first time listener, I appreciate you so much for giving my show a try. And if anybody recommended you to me, go ahead and lean over and give them a crisp high five if they're in your general vicinity. But if not, go ahead and grab your um, mobile device. I don't know what I was about to say. I was about to say multimedia, which is the same thing because you can do multiple things as it pertains to media on a cell phone, maybe even a fire stick and, you know, a couple other mobile devices and whatnot but grab your device of your choosing 
and use the social media app of your choosing and send that person a DM and to tell them thank you for recommending you to me. Speaking of social media, you can find me on various platforms to include Twitter at 3R Show, Instagram at the 3R Show, Facebook, Facebook.com slash 3R Show. I don't know if it's forward slash or backward slash. It's a slash though. You you figured out you can, there's only two of them that go either way. So you can just click whatever one and whatever one worked, that's the one. And you can find me on YouTube. Uh, search for 3R Show. And for anything that I may have missed, you can find it all on randomrob.com. So, joining me, got a guest this week. No shit, that's what I do. I have a guest every week. But it's a local guy. Yeah, I just so happen to um, fall upon the gaze of this man. And it was due through um, just some general browsing in my local neighborhood in spring, you know, the area that I'm in in Houston, they opened up a gaming lounge. I forget what it is, contenders or something like that. And I was just seeing ads for it. They followed me on Instagram. So it was a local Houston business. I followed them back. And as advertised, this gentleman here that I have on the show, he's an artist. He played video games and stuff, and he he could draw way better than I can. So, and then through um, other happenstance, I went to the NerdCon in Mount Bellevue, and there he was, sitting there on the corner with all his pens and pads and color pencils and crayons and pastels and whatnot, just drawing up a storm and whatnot, selling his art, getting his hustle on, and that's something I can appreciate. So joining me this evening on this edition of the Random Rounds with Rob is the man, the myth, the legend, the starving artist, the art in war, Sean Mackey. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for the introduction. And how are you? Uh, hanging in there. I'm doing a little bit better than you. You got the sniffly coffees and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Not that coronavirus stuff. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I was about to say, man, that could probably seep through the Skype connection. I'm about to cancel this call. In <laughs> <laughs> they're all your listeners. Oh, no. Damn it. I, I'm going to have to cut that out. I don't want no coronavirus associated with my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, Um, I got to meet you ever so briefly out there yeah. in a, at the NerdCon and whatnot. And I tried to um, get with you, I think, at the uh, Contenders um, Gaming Lounge opening or whatnot, but I couldn't fall through and whatnot. But, oh, yeah. 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 Contender Esports. Yeah, yeah, the Esports joint. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to chat with you because I seen that you was local. And it seems like we have a couple of similar interests seeing that I would have found you there at the Contenders uh, Gaming Lounge, and I happened to bump to you at the NerdCon. So I was like, hmm, he might like things I like, So, and he local, so let's talk a little bit. So that's what we're going to do. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, there's one thing that I neglected to see here, looking at your profile on Instagram, at the Art in War, if anybody want to follow. Um, CEO, founder, designer, at Raven and Hawk. What is this? I, I didn't see that because it had the little fold down joint. So it, it cut off a lot of your information. So I, I'm just seeing this. Oh, uh, yeah. So a uh, while back, I guess uh, this is maybe like a year or two ago, I decided 
to start my own like freelance company because you know why not i've been yeah why not and plus i've been freelancing forever uh sorry to cut back on it now focus on my art and also i'm working full-time so adding freelance that's like yeah just that'll just kill you <laughs> <laughs> yes like, you know too much multitasking but um on occasion i'll probably do a job here and there but uh Mainly, I started a company so I could attend some of the cons as an artist mm-hmm. because they require like a, a TIN or EIN uh, employment identification number. So you got to have like an actual, uh, yeah, it's just like sole proprietorship or LLC, so to speak. So, I mean, I've, I've just of uh, this past year, uh, 2019 i think starting at freaking comic palooza um it was my first foyer into going to conventions and stuff comic palooza 2019 was my very first convention that i ever been to and, oh, um, yeah I, I, i've been missing out I'm, I'm 37 about to be 38 and i ain't never been to a convention till now <laughs> but I, I don't know it's just like the reason that it's been so long is because I'm out of the know. I'm, I was out of the loop for a long, long time because I was in the military doing military shit. So a lot of that stuff wasn't on my radar. And the only convention thing that I ever thought that was um, something was a uh, Comic-Con in uh, San Diego. I thought that was the only one. I didn't think there was shit like freaking NerdCon and Comic Palooza and all kind of shit. That's all I thought there was. No, there's cons like pretty much every city has their own con pretty much. And usually each city will have like at least two big cons. If you're lucky, your city will have four. Like uh, Houston has probably a million. Two. Yeah. There's a, there's a million cons, but there's like uh, three or four, <coughs> sorry, uh, three or four big ones. You have uh con Palooza, anime Matsuri, and then Delta H Con. Um, there's a new one that's about to pop up called uh, what's it? It's like uh, something Houston, but it takes place in a hotel, and I believe it's like the same day as uh, Delta H or Magical Girl Day. What? Well, hold, whoa, hold on. Look, let's not gloss over that one. What was that last one you said? Oh, oh Magical Girl Day. So it's a uh, Con dedicated to like magical girl shows like Sailor Moon. Oh, okay. Um, like any show with a girl that's lead that transforms and does magical stuff. Word, word. Okay. So, all right. Let, let, let's get into the cons <laughs> of cons. <laughs> so, uh, and, and just even saying that, I know con is short for convention, but just, right. you know, people saying con, it all make me think that, you know, it's a con. Like, you go in there and they're going to take your money and shit. <laughs> Which I have seen some of these prices on things, and uh, some of them are cons, but. <laughs> yeah. No. Whatever you get out of con is a con. I mean, like, uh, especially when it comes to, like, the figures. Yeah. Um, you can always get them cheaper at, like, I'm not trying to, like, knock these businesses down. You know, they trying to make that money, too, you know? Yeah. And plus, some of the stuff they have to fly in from Japan. Yeah. So you got to take shipping into account and all this and that. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, sometimes, whatever you can find at the con, you may be able to find cheaper online. 
like uh, Amazon or eBay or whatever. But the thing is, though, especially when it comes to statues, uh, one of the perks is if you get at the con, then you can factor in like cost of shipping. And then it's UPS guy. You're going to like toss your package at the door and walk mm-hmm. off. So you end up with a broken statue. Whereas you pick it up at a con, you can look at it. Uh, just be sure to ask the vendor first. And like, hey, can I open this up and take a look? Yeah. Maybe, it's lick, good. maybe lick it you're and set. sniff it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you're set there and then. You don't have to worry about shipping and on it's going to take for it to arrive and all that. Yeah. Okay. I guess that is an added benefit, but yeah. And, and so since we on the subject of cons, like scams and shit, what else have you ever run across that seemed a little fishy to you going to these conventions and stuff? Well, first thing is, um, you gotta be careful when it comes to cosplayers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Because you may look at a cosplayer and be like, oh, dang, that looks nice. But then you hear that voice, and it's deep as hell. <laughs> or, <laughs> or it's uh, just Joe bait. Yeah, so, true, true. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, one thing you got to be careful of. Um, another thing is um food of course okay. food is always going to be expensive um never buy food at a convention if you can help it especially like at george r brown convention center oh buddy i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can pretty much buy a statue with the prices they're charging yeah most recently i just went to um the houston roughnecks game for the xfl and i think um before that we went to the royal rumble and I think I paid almost more in food than I did for the actual goddamn tickets. That's <laughs> yeah, insane. It's like, why is, why is this food so expensive? Man? Yeah, when I can go to Walmart and get a six pack of these same hot dogs for way cheaper. <laughs> right. Yeah. But that's how they get you, man. It's convenience. <laughs> inconvenience is what it is. Oh, yes. They inconvenience my pockets, <laughs> but they convenience my stomach. <laughs> sometimes because damn that that roughnecks game because all right we went to the royal rumble at the minime park so we got a hot dog there and that shit was like literally i wear a size 13 so this shit was as literally as big as my foot and then i go to the roughnecks game here at the fucking td ecu arena or whatever and i get a hot dog damn near the same price well i wouldn't say the same about half the price of the um, one at the Minimate Park, and that shit was like smaller than my hand, and I was like, "Oh, what is this?" <laughs> <laughs> Dang man, wow, that's wrong right there. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking, I was like, I ordered three of them too, because I, I was like, "Yeah, let me get this hot dog. I can split one with the kid because she picky." And I was like, "Oh, well, hold on, I might have to give the kid my hot dog. This ain't enough." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just gonna have to hold it, wait. Till you get home. Yeah, and that's just what it is with, especially the younger kids or whatever, just kind of big-eyed and greedy anyway, because we ate three times before we left to go to that goddamn game. (laughs) (laughs) 
But that's the thing, too, because, I mean, it is Houston. And if you traveled Ooh. anywhere like I know you have, um, it's going to take damn near an hour <laughs> to almost get anywhere. Oh, yeah. So, damn, they probably got hungry on the ride to the game. So, <laughs> Yep, pretty much. I mean, it's like you live five minutes away. Let's leave like 30 minutes early if you want to get there by, you know, a certain time, whatever. Mm-mm-mm. That's just how insane the traffic is. But some parts of it are getting better, though. Yeah, it is. Mm. I've, I've only lived here for about three years, and I have noticed a considerable difference in the traffic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's 290. It's just about done <laughs> by the looks of it. It's been a while since I've been there. Yeah. To, to kind of backtrack a little bit, now, now, tell me about this magical girl con. <laughs> Sorry. So, um, magical girl shows are shows like My Little Pony, Sailor Moon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I get that. I get that. I, I'm tracking on that. But, like, uh, what is this like on the inside? Because I, I feel like you've been to one before. Actually, I have not been to that con. I uh, actually thought about doing a show there. You know, I got a couple of magical magical girl pieces so you know i thought i'd check out the show and you know uh get a table there and everything but as of right now that table's like off my budget kind of okay. um yeah i mean it's just I mean, that table's too high <laughs> i mean you can only imagine because there's gonna be a lot of magical girls running around and you paying that surcharge <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh so for some of these cons like Kyra Palooza, the artist alley booth was, was like uh, 300, I want to say. Mm-hmm. But that's for like three days. Yeah. And then um, someone was saying artist alley for Metro Girl Day was like uh, 200 and something. Per day? So I think like 75 for two days. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of pushing it right there. I mean, two, I mean most shows they'll do like hundred dollars per day maybe a little bit more like 150 it's all right um but most of the shows i've been going to lately they'll do these are mostly like the toy shows Mm -hmm. they'll do anywhere from like free to uh 40 or 60 dollars per day which is really nice because i mean i can make that back pretty easily yeah yeah Okay. Now, um, you talk about getting into some of these conventions and everything. I, I'm I'm stop calling them cons because they make me feel iffy all the time. Um, you talk about getting into some of these conventions and they're requiring the you know the TIN the the business identification number and all that stuff. So, I mean, did you just kind of run into a roadblock with a certain convention that you really wanted to get into, which made you look into? doing something like that to form your business or was it something you was already entertaining and this just kind of pushed you more toward it? Um, I guess it was, so at the time, uh, like, uh, let's backtrack a bit. Like three years ago, I went to Palooza. It was my first time in like a good couple of years since I've been. And I saw the, actually went to the artist alley for the first time. I saw the kind of art people were putting out I was like, man, I was doing this kind of stuff in high school. (laughs) No, seriously, I was. Like, I got a Venom and a Spawn piece I did in high school, and they sell uh, pretty easily at uh, certain cons, conventions. And uh, I see how you switched that up. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, you got me saying cons. But yeah, it's a lot easier saying cons. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so uh, I figured, hey, let me get into Comic Palooza. And around this time, I was also uh, looking into taking my freelance more seriously. Mm-hmm. So kind of worked out perfectly. I found out that to get into to get into Comic Palooza, I needed a EIN or TIN that employment identification number. So I went ahead and uh, registered with uh, I guess city or whatever, and got my EIN number. Started my own business for freelancing. Also using that to do conventions and shows and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so uh worked out perfectly. But yeah, Comic Blueza was the first con I did and it required to have that number. And then uh usually the small toy shows don't require it. It's mostly like the big conventions like Carpalooza mm-hmm. and Siri, uh San Japan and you know, those larger ones with the convention centers that require a tax identification number. Or and that's only to um sell, right? Right, yeah, to sell. So like uh if you're sell, selling anything in Texas legally you need uh to charge a sales tax mm-hmm. uh, with you know, for cards and stuff like that. So if someone's buying art with a credit card, yeah that we was like eight eight point twenty five percent sales tax for Houston, and then um, some artists they'll even add in a little bit more for the percentage that Square or whatever yeah. uh, service they're using takes out. Blue Square takes like uh, maybe one to three percent of yeah. whatever you make, so you may end up seeing like a 11% sales tax on your purchase. God dang conventions. (laughs) God damn conventions. Fucking cons. (laughs) But hey, if you go in there with cash, you don't have to worry about sales tax. So, you know. Indeed. That's a a tip for everybody. That's a pro tip. I I wish I had a a, a bell sound effect or something. Ding, ding. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that just makes it a whole lot easier for everybody until you run out of change. Yeah. 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 So, so being being a businessman and an entrepreneur and whatnot, um, how how long have you been a business a LLC or a, a, what a, what a, a sole proprietorship? A sole proprietorship uh, since my first comic palooza, so been about two years now. Okay, so uh, how hard it is to um, do your taxes on that stuff? So proprietorship's easy. You do it once a year, so <laughs> which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, with the LLC and everything else, you have to do it like quarterly. So if you don't know your what you're doing tax wise, you get end up uh, hurting yourself like tremendously because you're gonna have to. You'll end up rushing probably waiting the last minute, like most people do. And then once tax season hits, you're like, "What do I need? Who do I have to talk to? What do I have to I have to fill out this and that." But if you do start off as a sole proprietorship, take your time. 
you know, you have a whole year to file your taxes and uh, learn what you can write off and this and that. And then, uh, or honestly, the best thing to do is hire someone to do your taxes for you or get someone to do them for you. Because that way you'll be able to focus on uh, business shit. What you do. Yeah, business shit. <laughs> like, you focus on tax shit, you're not doing business shit. So, yeah. yeah. Word. Cool. So I'm and I've um I've on my own. I started my business around the podcast as well because once I started going to the conventions and stuff, you know, spending that gas money and buying them high ass uh, foods and everything we was talking about not to buy because I didn't because I didn't know no better because it was my first time going <laughs> and um yeah it comes in handy you know I got I got the, it's it's rewarding in a sense to where like you own this business and then I got even a, like a business account with my card and it has my business name on it I'm like oh this is, this is crazy <laughs> yeah and the good thing is like you're going to all these shows and everything so all that's a tax write off like the food you eat mm-hmm. the tickets uh, that gas uh, drinks you get mm-hmm. all that can be a tax write off yes, <laughs> so what, uh, that's one of the things in the business. I know you talk about hiring in um, somebody to do your taxes or anything, but how do you keep up personally and everything? Because you know you gotta keep your receipts and whatnot, and you know just keep a track of your spending and, and everything. I, I use the um, self employment app from Intuit. Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That's honestly probably like one of the best things to do. Um, me, honestly. <laughs> I'm actually bad with it right now. Um, tell myself I wait till after Kanakuza because that'll be like uh, four or three years and then start taking it more seriously. Mm-hmm. Like keeping track of like how much I'm making, how much I'm losing out and uh, this and that. But yeah, using into it, taking pictures of uh, receipts, just the uh, find a good way for you to keep track of, you know, whatever works. Yeah. Because I, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I used Intuit this past year because April will be coming up. Um, It'll be a year for my business. And then oh, um, <laughs> I, I looked at the uh, spending and everything versus the income from last year. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a lonely game, baby. And like my profit versus um my expenses. Yeah, I'm in the negative. <laughs> Yeah, because like yeah. for me, I mean, I have like a stream for revenue, which is like Patreon and goddamn, you know, whatever merch I can kind of sell here and there. But it's not a lot. It's more me putting into the show than it, I'm getting back. Yeah, that's doesn't matter what kind of business it is. That's how it's going to be unless you know you're like you know your folks are billionaire or you got like investors or whatever. You just got money. Like that first year, you're taking the L no matter what. Well, this is my well, this is my first year, so hopefully that L season is over. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, it just depends on how much you invest in your company. Like me, as an artist, you gotta buy a whole bunch of stuff, and then you're constantly buying and buying like supplies. So, um, and then displays and everything, so your piece looks nice. 
So the first two to three years, I knew I was going to take an L no matter what. But now that I have mostly everything, uh, I'm starting to get more to the green. So um, really now I can actually start paying attention to how much I'm making and this and that and not have to worry about, oh, man, I didn't meet my goals for this con and, you know, uh, worry about costs and all that. Yeah. yeah, life of a business owner. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could just have all the perks. <laughs> I think we all wish that. But, but you mean, I know you do the arts and whatnot and you got a lot of things that inspire you or whatever. Uh, just recently today, I think it was today, they showed um, some images of the new bat suit, you know, live and moving and in action and stuff. And what motherfucker fell off his motorcycle and shit. <laughs> so, so, what do you think about that? The new uh, design and whatnot. And uh, what's his name? Robert Patterson playing Batman. Yeah. So I think this Batman's gonna be uh, listening in the sunlight. <laughs> oh, not really feeling it. Um, I don't know. I guess because dude played. Twilight Vampires and Twilight. Uh, I know they're referencing like Year One Batman, which was a really nice story. But he's um, just starting out. I'm kind of tired of the whole Batman not getting over his the death of his parents, mm-hmm. and kind of wish they'd move forward and uh, get to the part where he's actually. Knows what the fuck he's doing, yeah. and he's over the death, and he's like actually on this game. Um, but as far as the Batman movie goes, I think it'll be all right. But using it looks like they're gonna play it safe and stick to the uh, basic, stick to the basics pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so from the speculation online is uh, they're looking at the uh, new bat logo that he got on the front of the suit and whatnot and they're saying that's pieces of the actual gun that killed his parents. Your thoughts, sir? Oh yeah, I heard about that. Oh, that would make things kind of interesting. I honestly don't see the point of doing that. Um, I know Batman's always held on to like trophies and the back cave, like uh, the big ass penny, the dinosaur, all kind of crazy <laughs> shit. Let's <laughs> uh, hold on to stuff. Mr. Freeze's gun. Um, so the point of him having that gun in his chest doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, even like, uh, as far as the comics and everything I've read, he's never had like some kind of special chest insignia like Superman did in that Superman movie when he's fighting Zod and he just pulls out some plastic sheet and throws it at Zod. And <laughs> oh, you talk <laughs> about the old school one, all right. Yeah. Hit him with the yeah. red and yellow plastic wrap. <laughs> yep, that's saran wrap. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. We'll have to, I guess, wait and see what I'm doing with all of that. And also, thing about the gun is uh, if he had that gun, then it would pretty much be like a lead to him finding out who killed his parents. Mm-hmm. Kind of, so. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's so, thing. He's never really found out. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's the thing for me and whatnot. Um, a lot of people get up in arms when these new movies come out. There, you know, these different versions of a character, and they be like, "Oh, it doesn't stick to the source material." This and that, and so on and so forth. But me, just like in movies, a lot of these movies that people shit on, I don't have a problem with because I don't focus on the source material because I didn't really, I wasn't, in the, I wasn't in the comic books. So I don't know shit about the lore and what should have happened, what could have happened and all these other elements. The only way I find out about these things is when I talk to somebody like you who know and when they start bitching about it online. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the perks of not reading comics. You're, you're going there oblivious. You read comics. You look at Batman for Super and you're like, what the fuck is this blasphemy? so like I I believe I really got my first taste of that because I read uh, Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief I read that whole series of books but I seen the movie first before I read the books because I didn't know there were books until I saw the movie so I, I enjoyed the movie the first one at least and then I was like, oh, you know, my kids like this. Oh, look, it's a fucking book. And then I went back and I read the books. And I was like, well, damn, they left out all the things. And <laughs> and yeah. that was like my my first real taste of like what's going on right now with all these comic book things or whatever. It's just like, oh, man, they changed this part. And that main girl don't even look like that in the book. She got this color eyes and this hair and this. And I was just like, oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you see that a lot, like especially with like uh, DC and uh, Marvel's been okay. Some of the stuff, yeah. But um, I don't know, man. It's just I don't see how people just they can't just let things be what they are because um, there was all up in arms about that Venom movie. And it did pour in the box office because everybody was shitting on it before they actually seen it. And then when they started going to see it, there's like, well, this is not such a bad movie. And then everybody's like, oh, it's a good movie. But it was too late. The damage was done. Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> and Metal Critic shit all on it. And the other people shit all on it. And it was, yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, it's going to happen. People want to see what they want. Yeah. They want to see what's in the comics. I mean, when you have like decades of history and lore, it's like why change it? Um, but everyone wants their two piece pieces, you know. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, which I don't understand though, because it's when you if you did that, if you stuck directly to the source material, the comic book or whatever, you have a history film. I don't like to watch history films because if you paid attention to history you know what the fuck's gonna happen. So, like, if you watch an Abraham Lincoln movie, you know the motherfucker die at the end. So, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of like what they do with um these 10 seasons of The Walking Dead. There was a lore and material before the shows came out. And I think some even grew from the show being out. But they done it in a way, which I appreciate from what I hear, that they incorporate what's in the material, but they change it a lot of the way so nobody can really truly know what's going to happen next. 
Yeah, yeah, they did. Um, like, if you read The Walking Dead and then you watch it, it's pretty much same storyline, kind of. But I actually stopped watching The Walking Dead because <gasps> it just dragged on. Yeah. It was the same thing over and over. They get us, they start, a city, they start building a city. Someone comes and tries to take it from them. They get attacked by zombies. Someone dies. And they go look for, looking for a new city. So that whole thing just got repetitive for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, they're holding strong now. They got established <laughs> colonies and whatnot. And they got another big bad that is kind of in cahoots with the zombies per se. And uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty pretty bananas. They come back on the 22nd. So uh, yep. And there's another series for The Walking Dead, too. Which so, uh, former guest uh, Lindsey Gray was a is going to be in that new spinoff. Oh, really? So wow. yeah, she gave me a little, little bit of tits and bits on that. So if y'all listening, go back and listen to that episode with Lindsey Gray. It's called In the Gray Area, I believe. Oh, nice, nice. So that's coming out, and then they're supposed to be making Walking Dead movies and shit. And then Michonne's supposed to be leaving. It's all kinds of madness. Actually, I think Michonne's coming back. Or I know she was thinking about leaving, but I think she's actually going to stay. Or some characters coming uh, back. I don't uh, know. They they uh played some juvenile and backed that truck up. <laughs> <laughs> Dropped all the yeah, money. So many characters come and go. It's like stay and finish it already. Mm-hmm. She had another show that. Um, a favorite of mine that's coming to an end this current season is Supernatural. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one for everybody. Oh, yeah, man. 15 years, dog. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully it's a prank and you're like, you know what? We're going to do another five seasons. Uh, I mean, so, all right, so you're attached to it then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I like, I, I've enjoyed Supernatural, especially when they were doing the whole Leviathan and uh, Mark of Cain arcs. Those were awesome. What, what I found crazy, because I got I had the, um, the demon uh, seal on my shoulder, the you know, to keep it, the demon warden, the one to keep demons out and shit from possessing yeah. you. So I have that. And um, I was watching wrestling the other day and they were showing, you know, just random people in the crowd and shit. And the one guy on his uh right forearm had the marker cane. I was like, oh, I know what that is. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, but yeah. Supernatural is a staple in this house, man. It's, it, it, it was the formation of my relationship with my wife. <laughs> oh, really? That's show that brought y'all together? Well, yeah, it was one of the, the telltale things. One that she can cook and I was single and I was scraggly and bony and I didn't know how to cook very well and she brought me in and fed me so I had to stay off of that alone and then she introduced me to Supernatural I think at at the time that we met I think that was on season 4 and we went back and watched from season 1 all the way up to 4 and we've been current ever since oh nice nice that's awesome yeah but it's gonna be hard <laughs> that, that last episode gonna come in I'm below no Jesus <laughs> well I can't say Jesus because have we seen Jesus on the show we seen God <laughs> uh, 
I don't think so. Nah, we <laughs> had no Jesus appearances. He's just like that's how they gonna end it. <laughs> Jesus is gonna come down and stop God from killing everything. <laughs> that's gonna be the only way. God damn it, I done spoiled it. Oh. <laughs> oh hey, you know what? Give folks something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Kinda. Kinda. Yeah, but that's weird though. I mean, it had the devil. Devil got a son and shit. And, you know, Sam and them got a wayward freaking stepbrother somewhere and that fell in the pit. And I don't think we heard from him again either. Um, yeah. Just all kinds of crazy shit in that show, man. Yeah. yeah. One thing I was hoping they'd do is they would have played uh, Black Sabbath's Mr. Car- or Mr. Crowley. Yeah. Yeah. For Mr. Crowley, but they never did it. It's just a missed opportunity. So, from what you remember of Supernatural, as far as episodes go, give me your top three. Uh, top three. Um, let me see. Um, one of them would have to be the episode where Dean is trapped in. I think it's, it's like some. I think it's Limbo or something. And uh, starting the Leviathan arc, and he's there with uh, some dude, and they're oh, just the va- the vampire dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just fighting, you know, everything, <laughs> yeah, everything, pretty much. And then uh, let's see, next episode would have to be. Uh, God, they have so many. I know. <laughs> I'm just trying to see if you got the same three I got, or some of the same ones I got. See. Oh, and I guess another good one is uh, don't remember the name of the episode, but it's the one with uh, Dean at the end of it. He's sitting on his car and he's playing. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, song I, with his leg yeah. and Eye of the Tiger and shit. Yeah, Eye of the Tiger and all I think, that. I think that, <laughs> I think that's one of the ones I got. I think that is that the episode to where he kept dying and shit. I believe so. Yeah, that's the mystery yeah. spot. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess like it look, looked like they were having a lot of fun in that episode and everything. So Dean uh, ate it every every three seconds in that episode. He was like dead, <laughs> hit by a car, dog killed him, a piano fell on him, he got shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ground, yeah Groundhog Day episode. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the mystery spot. That's the, that's that one. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you got that one. You got the one with that's fighting in purgatory. You got one more. Um, let's see. Uh, I think the other one would have to be uh, the one where oh yeah um, is it was it death? Uh, the dude with the ring. He summons the hellhounds oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns the whole crew, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. All right, I, yeah. I know yeah. what that one is. All right, so, so yeah, you got, you got one of my three, and <laughs> that's the, that's the mystery spot. And you know, those those some good honorable mentions, but that one is my number one the mystery spot to where Dean kept dying like every ten minutes, <laughs> and then um, the next one is yellow fever. Is when um they had the uh spirit that was um infecting people and it was like getting scared to death and shit and that's when the cat jumped out of the freaking locker and he screamed like a little girl. 
I forgot about that episode. Uh, that was a good one. Yeah, so Mystery Spot, Yellow Fever. And um, most recently, they did that Scooby-Doo crossover. And I, I kind of enjoyed that one. So I'm going to put that one up there as well. Man, that was a good episode. Oh, I guess while we're on the subject, you know, there's a Supernatural. I guess it's a comic. Well, I, did, I knew they had um, the little short series of, I think, like it was an animation, but I didn't know they had like a comic. Yeah, it was. Either, I don't believe it was a comic or a manga or something. I don't know, some kind of book, I believe. I could be wrong, but one of my ex coworkers was always going off about. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, she was really into Supernatural, so even more than me. And she was always bringing them up. But yeah. yeah. So for me, it's like we have every season on DVD except for, you know, the, the latest ones. Uh, my wife currently, as we speak, on the bed, on her side of the bed, has a custom supernatural quilt that somebody made for her. And <laughs> I think for the 12th season, a 12th year anniversary, they released a limited edition shirt like through T Public or Teespring or some shit. Oh, yeah. And we got one of those. And that was like out of all my years living, all the shows that I've watched and all the shows I've enjoyed, this is the only one that I bought merch for and shit. <laughs> and then Kawapalooza this last year. Somebody oh, yeah. somebody brought the car. Yep. And she let me sit in it because I had the tattoo. And I was like, I was in there losing my motherfucking mind and shit. I called my wife. I was like, hey, they got a supernatural car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure she hates you for that. Oh, yeah, man. I tried to, I was like, I got another, t- I can get you a pass and I could bring you up here. But unfortunately, she wrecked a car that weekend and she couldn't come. <laughs> Dang. That was just, wow. that was nerve wracking in itself or whatever, because we, we, we've been married going on 12 years. And we've been together about 13. So oh, wow. we don't call each other. So I'm in Comic Palooza with the kids. Oh, you know, the kids in the, upstairs at the gaming center, whatever. They're playing on the computers and all kind of stuff. And I'm walking with the younger one. And I get a phone call, and it's her. And I was like, my heart automatically start pounding hard and shit because we don't call each other. We, t- <laughs> we text. Or, you know, if it's, you know, the only time yeah. we call each other is something important. So my heart beating all fast and shit. And then I answer the phone and it's not even her. Somebody else with her phone. I was like, oh, fuck. What the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> so she wrecked a car and I had to go f- freaking leave Comic Palooza and go find her and shit. And I was yeah. like, scariest shit of my life. <laughs> Is she all right though? Oh um, yeah, she's straight. I mean, the car was total, but she only had like um, she had a little knot on her head, uh, bruised her ankle and shit, but nothing was broke, nothing like that. Oh, that's good. She got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but man, that was. Whew, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting kind of my chest kind of pounding right now thinking about that whole situation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, during Kanakuza, you gotta be careful, especially on the streets. It, downtown or whatever because traffic's a lot heavier and folks trying to rush to the con and mm-hmm. this and that. 
Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not going to go nowhere except for when it ends, then it's going to go somewhere. But <laughs> within an hour's operation, it's not going to go anywhere. So just take your time and get there. <laughs> yeah. But man, I mean, what else? Do you have any other shows that you have a fondness of that, you know, I may be privy to? Um, see, I guess one of my favorite shows of all time is uh, Berserk. It's uh, you can start. I suggest starting with the old '90s cartoon mm-hmm. or anime. Um, it's probably one of the darkest things you'll ever watch, but it's really good. And then, um, as far as like Netflix goes, um, I think, um, um. Oh, um, recently watched Motherfucker, or what? it's a couple of motherfuckers, but it's like MKFC, which is, uh, it's like a one hour, 15, maybe 30 minute movie. So, 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 so you good. mean to tell me on Netflix currently, there's a show with the word motherfucker in it somewhere? <laughs> kind of. So, yeah. I mean, because I'm, I'm only asking because that's like, one of my favorite words in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, called MKFZ. Oh, I'm gonna have to go look that up in, in, in to indulge my motherfucker senses. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure exactly that's what the initial stands for, right, but that's I what mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm calling it. That's that's what helps me to remember it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, shit. But oh, and then uh, Lost in Space on Netflix has been really, really good. Um, I was f- iffy about it at first because I've watched the old ones mm-hmm. and they're good. But I mean, you've seen one Lost in Space, you've pretty much seen them all. But this one takes it in a well, it adds a bit of it's different. Yeah, they, 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 they switched it up. Yeah, it's good. Word. Word, word, word. Shit, man, we got to talk about all kinds of stuff. We ain't talk about your art. <laughs> but um, I was scrolling through your Instagram and everything at the art in war. If anybody want to follow, I had to plug that again. Um, and I'm looking through some of the pieces that you've done. And the 3D joints is the ones that kind of stick out to me or whatever. I mean, how long have you been drawing and how long did it get you to, you know, realize that, hey, this is something I can do or, you know, to even to try that thing. Yeah, so like, uh, after my first year of doing cons, um, I love doing pencil drawings and uh, I was looking for a way to uh, add a little something extra to my drawing, so it's just not a drawing, because honestly, I hate coloring, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's something I need to work on and do more and more of. So, uh, I was sitting down, going over like every technique, every style that I've uh, come across since I've been an artist. And then I remember one of my college friends was uh, doing kind of showing me how the 3D and everything is done like that. And I was like, that popped up in my head. I was like, that's it. 
that's what I was going to go with because it's something I knew how to do. Mm-hmm. And it's been fun. Um, definitely something that draws in the crowd, especially like with the kids and everything. And uh, something I've been working on, like I recently did an Omega Red for uh, Bedrock City Wolverine number one launch. And that one came out perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. so And then I recently did a One Piece uh, Luffy uh, first time doing color. So I'll look into doing more uh, colored uh, 3D pieces pretty soon here. Especially since I picked up this uh, Spider-Man 3D comic. So that'll be some good research. Mm-hmm. See the joint from uh, Comic Zone too. Yep, yep. It's always like I was surprised that um, little girl came up and knew what that show was, and there's like seventeen, twenty, thirty year olds who don't even know what I mean that game is. Yeah, it's like what? I remember that game being difficult to me. I don't know. Why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just yep. recently went back and played it not too long ago because uh, I think they have it on um, Game Pass for Xbox. Yeah, I believe it is on there. Yeah, yeah. I had to remember that, that you had to kick the barrel into the thing and hit the switch and send a rat through uh, <laughs> all kind of crazy shit. Yeah, it's one of those games that changes on you every time you play it. Yeah. Too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because you can just there's so many different paths that you can take to get to the same place. Yeah, yeah. Which made it mind racking for me as a goddamn kid. And I was like, you mother. <laughs> Shit, I mean, yeah. you're a gamer as well, not to detract from your art and whatnot. Uh, how has your gaming influenced your art? Um, let me see. Uh, actually, I don't think it's. My gaming's influenced by art. Any um, when I game, it's more of a an escape for me. A, like br- a break the, from all the pencil yeah. breaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, just from like life and um, art and everything else. It's just something like some folks they'll go to a club and have fun. Me, I'll sit at home and uh, and game for a whole day or whatever. Um, Are you a but lately? Man? I, Oh, go ahead. Are you a single man? Yep. Okay, yep. I was about to say you said sit there and play video games all day. I was like, there ain't no single man shit. <laughs> I mean, uh, married man shit, uh, relationship man. <laughs> yeah, the perks of being single. Mm-hmm. You get to sit at home, play video games, watch anime, do whatever you want all day. I get jealous from time <laughs> to time. <laughs> Especially when these kids running around here talking about, ah! <laughs> Go your oh, ass man. to bed. <laughs> yeah. You got to do that night. Uh, yeah, but then I got to get up early as shit to go to work. <laughs> sacrifices, <laughs> man. Sacrifices. Sometimes, but you know, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, shit. I, I stay up late as fuck anyway, so it's not really yeah. hurting me until I get to hour three of work and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, one of the perks though. Being married is you got someone there for you to get food and take care of you and all this and that. So yeah, 
I'll get, on, a, my, I'll get on my nerves depending on what day it is. <laughs> <laughs> that too. That too. Hey, man, sacrifices, man, sacrifices. That's what it's all about. <laughs> you have it all. So, so what's um what you playing most recently? What what what's the last thing you played? Actually, uh, lately I've just been playing Risk on my phone because it's quick, easy, and then uninvolved. And also, um, I, I've been focusing more on my art, so everything else has kind of been pushed to the side. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Risk. Um, I had that on my tablet. And it's cool because, like, I like playing a lot of those. Like, I I like playing Yahtzee too. And oh yeah, because you ain't got to worry about the scorecard, the pieces, and all that other bullshit. So, which Monopoly yeah. is getting out of hand? Dog, <laughs> <laughs> no, they got. Right. A, I, I saw a version of it to where they have a debit card now. You don't deal with the cash at all. And then most recently, because I was telling somebody about it, I said, "Hey, man, we was talking about." board games and stuff they're talking about you know operation and all kind of other crazy shit then Monopoly came up they can't play no damn Monopoly motherfuckers be fighting and shit and I was like dog you can't steal from the bank no more he's like what you mean there's a there's a debit card freaking Monopoly game out there it's like you put the card in the machine you type in you know your start amount and then every time you buy a property you swipe that bitch and then take the money off and and same thing like a motherfucking land on your property they put the debit card in and they transfer the money to your account and I was like <laughs> you can't cheat no more man and then recently when I went to Walmart they have a voice activated Monopoly game and I don't know how the fuck that's gonna work but it's all voice activated you talk to the motherfucking and do shit <laughs> wow uh, that's anything's on the level Goddamn, uh, Alexa roll my dice <laughs> Alexa, take boardwalk for me. I hope somebody Alexa ain't going off right now. Probably is. Let's let's see. Hold on, Alexa, pause. Play random ramblings with Rob podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it, I wanted if somebody if that worked for somebody. Uh, <laughs> let me know. It would be totally awkward if you're using your Alexa device at the moment to listen to the show anyway. And then I told your Alexa to play the show again anyway. It might start the episode over. Might blow your shit up. It's some cataclysmic shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Inception almost. Just talking about the podcast while I listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, they recently came out with the... Uh... Godzilla Monopoly. Yeah, so. they always do that though. They they always theme something. They even had um, I was in the Marine Corps, so they had a Marine Corps version of Monopoly. Really? And then they um they have a Womanopoly now because you know the ladies got to have their own thing. Yeah. Um, what else? I seen some other crazy shit. They had a Fortnite version of Monopoly, of course. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I wonder how that go. So is like the tax block. Is that the loot llama? And then you just got to put the money all in the llama and then whoever land on it, they bust the llama open and get the money. Uh, no, I've never played Fortnite. Never really what? got into it or saw what the hype was. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it crazy. comes to shooters, give me like GoldenEye or Call of Duty. Um, which one is it? Uh, Black Ops. 
There we go. Black Ops one and two. Okay. So I'm right now recently I'm playing the new Call of Duty. And I previous to this one, I haven't I have not played a Call of Duty game. Any any of the variations since Black Ops Two. And I don't even think I played Black Ops Two. I just watched somebody play Black Ops Two. So that was the last time I had anything to do with the Call of Duty franchise or games or variations of it until this version here recently. And I'm having a freaking ball playing this shit. Oh, yeah. Just because they went back to their uh, like that Call of Duty mechanics. I mean, uh, Black Ops 2 mechanics. It's a lot simpler. Mm-hmm. And then they added the slide in there, which fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> Because you got to hold the button for them to slide. And I'm just running and I tap it and they're like, oh, I just crouch down and I get shot in the face. (laughs) But it's been funny. They um, they brought Russ back most recently. So that's a map on there now. And then um, they had a crash on there from one of the older games with the helicopter in the middle. All right. um, I think that's the only old two old school maps that I'm privy to anyway from the older games that that was from when I was actually playing Call of Duty and all that stuff. I remember those maps. So they're talking about here in the update they might bring back the airport in a couple of other places. So and, oh, nice. And then you speak about Fortnite, they switched to the Fortnite model. To where you can play the game well except for the free part. <laughs> <laughs> you have to buy. You have to buy Call of Duty, but um, they have the the system to where you can play the game all you want online. But if you want this cool skin and you know all these different uh, attachments and whatnot that have no bearing or effect on your gameplay, it's just a aesthetic, a cosmetic. You can buy those things, but you're not paying actual money for like other shit. All right. Yeah, sounds about right. And from what they announced um, previous, they're going to have their own version of Battle Royale coming up here pretty soon. Mm. So a lot of people saying that Fortnite is going to go by the wayside once they drop that, which I highly doubt. No, it's not. I mean, Fortnite has its own cult following and games are going pretty strong. It's going to be going strong for a while. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it was funny when uh, motherfuckers started losing their mind when they um, shut it down for the start of season two with the black hole and all that crap. <laughs> oh yeah, everyone was like, it's pretty much like the white two K bug for them. Yeah, there was just people was there gathering in in the game, looking at the shit happening. It was like, oh my god, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was inspired them though. They, they did that really well. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand, because I, I have played it, you know, but I'm not really into it like as my kids are. But from the different season packs that come out, the updates and the different, you know, skins and whatever they come out with, they always have something leading up to that. And it's kind of like real low key. And then it winds up ending and starting with something big. So I think they had a certain area of the map that blew up and went away and something else grew in its place. And then they started having superpowers and all kind of crazy shit. And it's like their own little story arc for every season that they come out with. 
Oh, no, that's a smart way of doing it. Like, I noticed with uh, Overwatch, even they have, like, a storyline with their characters, which is a nice little addition, even though they don't have it, like, an actual story. So mm -hmm. I think that's one way to add some value to your game. What about Apex? you play any of that? No, no, I don't play any Apex. Like, any of those type of games. <laughs> Yeah, and like the last game I played, I think was like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn or Final Fantasy Fifteen. Hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a long time. Or <laughs> so it's just basically mobile stuff for you, right? Um, yeah, right now most just risk something quick, easy I can play. It doesn't require like a huge storyline, but um. I'll probably get back in the game here pretty soon, especially with uh, Final Fantasy VII remake dropping. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of on the fence with that one because I mean it, it is a great game. So I have watched I've watched somebody play that thing from beginning to end, and I would come to their house just about every day just to watch them play it because I didn't want to play it, but it was interesting as fuck to watch for me. <laughs> and then oh dog, shit! I just had an epiphany. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about in the past about I don't understand how motherfuckers can sit there and watch other motherfuckers play games and here I am talking about Final Fantasy 7 how I used to go to my homeboy house and watch him play it oh fuck <laughs> I am the thing I hate <laughs> yeah that's one thing I never understood but I mean I can understand it in a sense because it takes time to play games and if you get some games are just too involved, but you just go on YouTube and watch someone else play, then, you know, it's a lot easier in a sense. Kind of like listening to a book yeah. while you're on the road. Well, I think at that time, whenever um, I was doing that or whatever, it was more just to hang out with my friend and shit. And it was just so happened what he was doing. So I was just there for the whole experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? I got you. But like for me to do that now is kind of crazy unless I mean, I enjoy it in clip form or whatever. Somebody do like a best of video or they got some funny commentaries that they clip over and and stuff. I like that. But to sit there for hours on end and watch somebody just run around and kill people in Call of Duty. I don't <laughs> I don't think I could do that. But yet and still, I've been on Mixless since I've been playing Call of Duty and I just been letting the camera run. You know, I mean, I'm not doing nothing crazy or anything like that. I'm j I just turn it on because for some reason, they for however long you pay, uh, not pay, play, they give you like some kind of tokens or some shit that you can use in the um, in Mixler for other shit. So I just turn the camera on and I play the game like I normally do, and I just rack up those coins and points and shit just to have them for whatever fuck reason they <laughs> they for. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I mean, I'm playing the shit anyway, so. Yeah. I saw earn some coins. Yeah. Well, fucking, I don't even know what they do, but they're there. <laughs> I think yeah. I was, uh, I knew somebody that I used to serve with. He does the gaming channel thing. And I, I dropped in just because it was him and I knew him. And um, I used some of those little points to, like, I guess they get um, recognition for that for, by having many points they garner or some shit. So. I was like, here's some point things that I don't know what they do, and there you go. <laughs> so I guess I'm building points so I can give to somebody else <laughs> that care about the shit. 
hey, nothing wrong with helping the brother out and, you know, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. I don't know what amount equates to what, but right now, as of current, I think I got like a hundred thousand lightning coin point things or whatever the fuck those things are called. I don't even know what they're called. I just know they pile up on my profile. Sounds like you get something really good with that. Yeah, I know. I, w- I wish it was like how you used to go to the arcade and you get all the tickets. And you could cash them oh, in and yeah. get, get your fucking f- finger trap or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, finger trap costs you like a thousand co- t- uh, tickets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me some uh, Laffy Taffy or some shit. <laughs> Goddamn bouncy balls. Yeah. This, you know, some places still do stuff like that. Um, been a long time since I've been to one though. I, I, no, uh, what is it? What's that arcade joint? Um, the game, the game preserve or some shit. Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, I went to that one a couple months back. I took the kids there. That was like one of the first, time, at least the younger one, the baby. That was our first time seeing an arcade machine and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, but uh, back I guess back to Fortnite. Though I'll actually be doing a uh, so Contender Esports. They'll be having a tournament for Fortnite on the twenty ninth, the last weekend of February, okay. and uh, I'll be there having a show, promoting, helping them promote the, the tournament and stuff like that. And so, uh, actually working on a Fortnite piece at the moment. Yeah, yeah. that was another thing I was going to ask. I mean, since stuff like that are big commodities for um, people like that, do you get those requests often, like for Fortnite drawings or whatever the hot shit is at the moment? Uh, actually, yes. Um, so not necessarily like Fortnite though. I haven't been asked to do a Fortnite piece, but. I uh, mostly get asked to do like uh, My Hero Academia or uh, Demon Slayer or whatever the top three animes are of the for the season for year. Okay, in the vein of request, what is the most ridiculous one you ever got? <laughs> um, let's see. Well. The most ridiculous one that I got that I actually did was this. This was after Kamehakan, a Dragon Ball Z convention in Irving, Texas. If you're a big Dragon Ball Z fan, I recommend you check it out. Um, she wanted uh, herself and like seven other random characters on there, like Cloud, uh, Yusuke Yurameshi, Itachi, I mean, uh, not Itachi, uh, Sasuke. Vegeta, Goku, um, Lady Sonate, and Sephiroth on there. There may be one other character I'm missing. Did that one. Um, luckily, she just wanted like pencil sketches. The uh, most ridiculous one that I got that I haven't done um so because I told them the price and they backed out of it was uh some dude wanted like eleven characters on uh 
like a large 24 by 36, I think, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I told him that once he heard that price, he, like, backed out. I told him, like, hey, I'll I'll charge you per character as you go and stuff like that. Broke it down. Break the price down for him so he's not just paying one lump sum, but still haven't heard anything from him. So, word. Oh, well. ain't, ain't <laughs> nobody come at you sideways trying to get you to draw some hentai and shit. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I've had some offers like that. Um, some dude, I don't, if, I don't think I have a card or anything. It's like, uh, he asked if I had anything lewd or hentai or something like that, but. No, I haven't done anything like that yet. Maybe at some point I'll do it. <laughs> like how you said yet. <laughs> no, no, no. Not too many offers, but you know. Still time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, someone makes a boss commission and they pay, sure, I'll do it then and there, you know. As of right now, it's like there's certain characters I like to get done before Conk Blueza, just so you know. Yeah. Uh, people could be asking for it. Okay. Do you um, paint at all? Um, kind of just actually started. I picked up some uh, watercolor pencils and uh, been experimenting with those a bit. I recently did a Bakugo piece with uh, watercolor pencils, uh, colored pencils, and markers, um, Shinhan Twin Touch. Because uh, Copics are pretty expensive. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then, uh, been, I guess there's digital painting too, which I've been doing for a while now. What about graffiti? No, not, not a graffiti artist. Word. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was in like middle school, like everyone else, but <laughs> yeah, that was just more of, I just want to spray some paint on some shit. <laughs> Yeah, we're just drawing some desks, you know. Yeah, yeah, big veiny cocks and everything. <laughs> Do that S that. Uh, oh was. yeah, dog! I got that on my shoulder, man. I got an S like that on my shoulder, a tattoo. This <laughs> <laughs> is like I drew the S in the middle, like you know, three little lines here, three little lines there, and then you know you loop it together and shit. But I did like a tribal around the S and shit, and I was just like, man, I thought that was some hot shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Yeah, no one knows where that S came from, and it's not the Stucky S either. Yeah. Uh, it's just an S that appeared randomly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've always seen it. It's just like I think the first time I seen it was like middle school, going into high school. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. I don't know. That's a mystery, man. We're going to have to research. <laughs> yeah, I actually did re- try and research it, but it was like, the f- so at one Yeah, where does the trail go point, cold? <laughs> yeah. At one point, people were thought it was like the Stucky S, but the Stucky S is a bit different. And this is like back in the thing, like 80s, 70s, maybe. But uh, no one exactly knows where it came from or whatever. But, yeah, it's been around for a long time, long time. I don't know, man. We're probably doing some ancient tribal shit or whatever, and we get just the right amount of S's together and shit and fucking open up wormhole somewhere, <laughs> like Fortnite in real life and shit. 
I went poor to poor to hell. Something. Yeah, yeah <laughs> doom. <laughs> Should we be stuck in limbo with leviathans and all kind of other crazy bullshit? <laughs> yeah, can't be drawing no lessons anymore. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm, a, I'm I'm intrigued as well. I'm have to check into some of that too. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I get like, my get my homeboy Jay Sandlin involved. He's a historian. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, he may know. He may know. Yeah, yeah. I remember I was. Uh, I think a friend of mine posted the article, and you know, the, when you wake up in the morning, sometimes you maybe just want to sit and chill before you have to go into work, and you know, I was doing some Facebook and then that article popped up. Right? Yeah. It was an interesting read. I don't know. You know all our devices is listening to us anyway. I bet you a dollar fifty that um I'll go through my Facebook sometime tomorrow and it's gonna start popping up for me too. Probably. Probably. <laughs> that and couches and, and Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, all the stuff we're talking about now. Yeah. Alexa. Tell us the secret of the hand-drawn S. <laughs> All right, we're going to see if that works for somebody, too. <laughs> well, shit, man. It's been a pleasure to sit here and chat with you for a little bit, man, but I'm going to have to go ahead and ride off and uh, take care of some things. But before we go, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Uh, the Art and War, T-H-E-A-R-T, I N W A R on Facebook and Instagram. And then if you use Twitter, just replace the A's with a four. What, so what, the, uh, well, hold on. I, 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 that totally scrambled my brain. Say that again. <laughs> all right. So on Twitter, it's T H E four R T four R W four R. Yeah, someone jacked, someone took the art and war on Twitter, so I had to improvise. I, and I, I have no results. That shit screwed me up. All right. T H E W 4 R W 4 R 4 R T 4 R T Damn, I think I confused Twitter too. <laughs> they ain't Sorry. showing up. Hold on. Yeah, I'll get that shit later. <laughs> oh, sorry. I forgot the IN. Oh, see, come on, man. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> ba- come on, baby, man. You messed me up, man. <laughs> the so it's T H E four R T I N W four R W four R. Let's try that. Alright. Uh yeah, I barely use Twitter because I just think I just post to Instagram, post to Twitter and Facebook for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I still can't pull that shit up. Fuck it. Anyway, we you said you heard him. He said he barely used the shit anyway. So <laughs> and if you want it, you can DM him and he can send you a freaking telegram yeah. with this stuff on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you a link if you really want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But man, I appreciate you sitting down and chatting with me this evening and whatnot. And uh, I look forward to see what you got coming up here pretty soon. Uh, I get you, he posts regularly here on his Instagram, everybody. So you can go there. You can see where he popping up if you're here local in the Houston area. 
or the surrounding area. He he, he gets around, man. He got he got to earn that cheddar. Yeah, yeah. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Appreciate you having me on. And that was the homie Sean Mackey. Every time I say the name Mackey, I think about Vic Mackey <laughs> from uh, The Shield, in which we talked about here ever so briefly in this episode and whatnot. And I recommend if you have not seen the television series The Shield, not the Agents of Shield, but The Shield starring Michael Chiklis, which is another funny name. Um, I highly recommend it. It's seven seasons, I believe, is on Hulu, and you can watch all of them. So uh, check that out. It was a great honor and privilege to have the young local artist on the show with me. You know, we got to discussing a lot of things, especially when we got into that supernatural talk. I was all giddy like a schoolgirl and shit. And I'm kind of sad to see it in, as I said, but it has been long time for it to go. Um, as I record this once again, as we did the interview, we uh, was talking about the Roughnecks game. I have just currently come from the Roughnecks game. <laughs> they just played the uh, Seattle Dragons, and it was a great game. Seattle was whipping ass in the beginning, and we have proven. Look at, look at, look at. You hear, you hear what I'm saying? You heard that dialect? I said we. <laughs> I'm forming a bond with a Houston team other than the Astros, which y'all kind of tainting my joy with the Astros because you're talking about motherfuckers cheating and all kind of other crap or whatever. And then my boy, my son, he went with me to the game today. But um, to flash back to the Astros for a second, uh, you know, you just repeat what he hear on TV or uh, at school and whatnot. We was going to Minute Maid Park for the Royal Rumble. And we come over the bridge and everything. And we coming down, driving up to the stadium. You say, look, it's Cheater Stadium. <laughs> oh, I was like, I wanted to say shut the fuck up, but I didn't this time. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So um, great interview. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, look him up on Instagram at TheArtInWar. And I got the convoluted ass uh, <laughs> uh, spelling of his Twitter handle in the show notes, in the show description. So it got some fours in there, and yeah, it it fucked me up. (laughs) I kind of find it on accident, because he was telling it to me, and I couldn't figure it out. And then just on a whim, I typed in the art in war, you know, just like his Instagram account, and I found a picture of him. I was like, ah, that's that motherfucker right there. So yeah, we worked it out. We found the things and everything. So flip 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 back again uh the roughnecks are still undefeated and um i got to go with a former guest and um former service mate of mine uh jay pengel you heard him on the comic palooza episode of the random rounds with rob so go back and listen to that and uh hopefully we'll be returning again catch him a, a year later and uh see what the progress is I, it wasn't initially my plan but since, you know, we hung out and met a little bit today and we got to talking about Comic Palooza and everything. So I asked him to come back. <laughs> there you go. That's how we have it. So um, hopefully we be down on the floor again doing another live broadcast. Hopefully we can get him a little, to do a little more singing and freestyling like he did last time. And also, hopefully, Randy, random Randy Savage from the Cult 45 uh, podcast will be there to help us with the audio 
uh, technical difficulties and all that other crap that we had going on last year. He really saved my ass, and I appreciate him for that. And before we go, to speak of Random Randy Savage of the Cult 45 podcast, I did a collaboration with him and Brian from the Bri Five podcast. And we um, took over the Nerdy Bitches podcast. So they weren't able to do an episode. And we as a whole got together and took over their show. And we talked about some things and stuff. I know I probably brought this up on the last episode. But I'm bringing it up again. Because it all came to my mind. And I thought I'd bring it up to you. Because it was a fun time. It was a fun episode. So go on ahead and check that out. See, look at that. I got correct answer. Ding bells. I got some wrong ones too. <laughs> so the wrong thing that you can get that buzzer is the wrong thing for you to do is not to follow me on Twitter at three R show. You get the buzz for that if you don't. So if you don't follow me, you get the buzz. If you do, you get the right buzz. <laughs> so follow me on Twitter at three R show, and you can follow me on Instagram at the three R show, and you can follow on youtube or subscribe on youtube you know I, the lingo is weird i say follow on facebook as well but it's like on facebook but you know what the fuck i'm saying you know what the fuck i'm saying it's, you know what the fuck i'm saying anyway you can follow me on all those platforms and you can go to randomrob.com where you can find many different ways to help support the show by buying merchandise hats shirts uh, coffee mugs, all those things are available on randomrob.com. If you want to get very specific, you can go to randomrob.com forward slash merch. And I, I believe there was some kind of a difficulty uh, with the link that I was passing around when I was doing the uh, the 10% sale. If you clicked on the link on the tweet, it gave you a page error. It took, uh, it took you to my website, but it gave you a page error. And I don't know what that was all about, but if you type it in your web browser, randomrob.com forward slash merch, it'll go there no problem. Or you can just go to randomrob.com. That always works, and you can just hit the merch tab. So either way, other things that you can find on randomrob.com is uh, the Patreon, which is lonely and desolate to the motherfucker. I mean, but it's there just in case. But I mean, hell, man, if you want to give, give, donate money to the show, give money to the show, Freaking my PayPal is on there. My fucking cash app is on there. You could do a one time joint. You don't have to do monthly, but it's highly appreciated. Well, I wouldn't say highly. It was a greatly appreciated if um, you were doing those things for the Patreon and whatnot. There's a, only two tiers, a dollar tier. And if you want extra materials and content and all that other crap, uh, $10. That's my price. You know, I, I say it many a times. I work 12 hours a day all week. And then, you know, on top of fatherly and husbandly duties and everything else, man, the podcast as well. You know, this is a lot of time. It's time consuming. You know, you heard Sean talk about it here on the podcast, trying to do LLC shit and his artwork and all this other crap. It's time consuming. There's not enough hours in a day sometimes. But you pay me, you know, I have to come through because, I mean, like I do my job and they pay me because, you know, that's, that's, that's how I work. It's the bartering system or whatnot. Anyway, uh, Patreon, Cash App, PayPal, um, Amazon links. You can use the Amazon links. 
Um, and um, also a great way to help out the show is hitting up the sponsors. You can go to Hooks, Rubs, and Spices dot Etsy dot com. I'll go to Etsy dot com and search Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. I do believe they have their own website now. I think it's hooksrubs.com or whatnot. I don't remember it off the top of my head. And I'm a bad sponsor E because <laughs> uh, I don't remember that shit. And l- let's not misconstrue. I'm, I'm on my phone right now. I'm on Twitter. Let's see if they have it associated with their Twitter. Going to Hooks. Oops, I put Vooks. I don't know what that is. It looks like some porn. So check that out. Vooks. All right, hit the link tree link. Everybody got this link tree shit. I should try that out. All right, hooks rubs on Etsy. Watch and subscribe to We Smoke Meat TV on YouTube, which is not porn. It's uh, for hooks rubs and spices. Uh, their website is not on here. Let's te- let's check out their Instagram, which you can follow on Instagram at hooks spice rubs. And there it is. It's hooksrub.com. So there you go. That's all the avenues of approach that you can hit up Hooks Rubs and Spices to get those delicious spices all over your meats and vegetables and whatever else you want to put them on. Since I'm using the gravelly voice, you know what time it is. Oh, yeah. A little sexy talk. I'm, I'm paying attention this time. I'm not recording. So the kid probably ain't popping up around here but anyway you know what else is popping up around here this dick because you're using bluetooth <laughs> go to bluetooth.com and uh use promo code random and you can get uh, your first shipment free <laughs> sorry i gotta get back into character sound like batman yes enact your brand of justice all over that vagina. Use the bat dick. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. All right, yeah, just uh, go to bluechew.com. That's the color bluechew.com. And you can get your first order free. Only pay $5 shipping and use promo code random so you can get that free shipment. Hey, I didn't say it with hooks or spices because I got all crazy with the transition, but promo code random gets you t- uh, 15% off that order over there. And last but not least, poddecks.com. They got five unique card decks out right now. We got the freaking interview deck. And then we got the interview deck, second diction. I'm saying dick a lot. Uh, uh, <laughs> I just finished talking about Bluetooth. It takes, a, it takes a hold over you. And it just pulls you down. But it doesn't let you down. It brings you up. <laughs> So we got the interview deck, first and second edition. We got the episode deck. Now there is the would you rather deck and the what the heck deck. So go over to poddecks.com. Use promo code random and you can get 10% off your purchase. You know, it's great tools for a seasoned professional in the podcasting game or a rookie. It's just a, a different set of tools to put in your tool box and uh, keep you sharp. Keep you keep you thinking. You know, keep the pod flowing, going. You know, so uh, check out all three of the sponsors. Promo code random across the board, and you get savings. So uh, that's about it. Um, I got everything out of the way. Um, Roughnecks uh, still undefeated. Un undefeated. 
as Bianca Belair would say. And um, I guess my win, not my win streak, my um, consistency streak is undefeated. I haven't missed an episode in four over four years, so that's cool. So uh, I'll leave you with that tidbit of information. And um, I'll see you next time.